Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Wide Blue Line. I am Brian. And I'm Tom. And we're just two ordinary citizens who are tired of listening to the polarized narratives being offered about policing in America. So we decided it was time to get the real story of what it's like to serve and protect. We see the news stories. We hear the sound bites. But few of us know what it's really like to serve behind the badge. Welcome to the Wide Blue Line a podcast where we tell the real-life stories of the men and women of the Central Point Police Department as they strive to serve and protect their community and remain open, transparent, and inclusive in an ever-changing world. So a sparrow is any child age birth through 17 years old in our local community who has um, a life-threatening or life-affecting disease, condition, or sickness. And uh, we call these kids sparrows, and we meet with their family, and we uh, make sure that they understand our organization and that they're a good fit. We introduce their spar this sparrow child to the entire school during, a, during an all-school assembly. And we talk about compassion, and we talk about kindness, and we talk about how no matter who you are, no matter what you have, no matter where you come from or what you've done, you can make a difference in somebody's life, and guess what? You don't even have to have money. Welcome back to another episode of The Wide Blue Line. This is Big Boy. This is Pinnell. And Detective Josh Abbott. Hey guys, thanks for joining me. And we have a special guest with us today that I'm going to let you introduce, Josh. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. So this is my good friend, Matt Sampson. Um, he's the executive director now, right? Yeah. Can you of, believe it? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I can believe it. You do a great job with uh, uh, Sparrow Clubs. Um, and I'll let him kind of talk about that here in a little bit. But a lot of people in this valley are probably very familiar with Sparrow Clubs and the good work that they do for uh, for children and their families in medical need. So. Well, thanks for being here, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. This is an honor. We're very excited. Yeah, and you're coming off of the heels of a big event, right? Yeah, you want to start with that and work our way backward a bit? Yeah, I, kind of time has lost all meaning for me. <laughs> how, how many days ago? Yeah, Saturday night was yep. the return of Dancing with the Rogue Valley Stars. We hadn't had a live show since 2019. Oh, well, right. And, COVID uh, probably. And, you know, it's tough when yep. it serves as the the biggest, most significant fundraiser for Southern Oregon Sparrow Clubs, and we weren't able to do that right. for the last two years. So we brought it back, and it was a glorious return. Fantastic. A lot of glitz, a lot of glamour, <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, a lot of money raised. It was Good. everything we hoped it would be. In was it a success then? It was a massive success. Great. Yeah, awesome. Great. And as an audience member this year, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, did you did you cheer a little bit? Oh, yeah. My voice disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I had some, I mean, Daryl from well, obviously, previous episode yeah. was, was dance, yeah. so I had to yell Daryl's name a few times. And then uh, two of your of past my, coaches, right? Two of my past coaches were also on another team, so I had to yell for them also. So, yeah, my, my voice was gone by the end of the night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, we did some new things. We had, for the first time ever, we had a panel of celebrity judges. Okay. We kind of... Uh, Changed things up. We normally have professional judges. Uh, we didn't go that route. We had uh, celebrity judges, Gemini, DJ Gemini, Holly oh, yeah. Roberts, and Michael Leland, who is the original Sparrow, um, whose life was, is the inspiration oh, for wow. this entire organization. And and so we cut to judge comments between each performance, and that was really fun. I think we're going to keep that for the long haul. The audience nice. loved it. And yeah. Yeah, brought a new new life to the show. And they awesome. were all kind of Paula and uh, Randy style <laughs> rather than Simon. I was just going to ask. <laughs> it was all positive. All positive. These, these poor people spend two and a half, oh, ten and a half weeks learning right. to do something that many of them have never done and they're out there raising money for Sparrow Clubs as hard as they can and last thing we want to do is make them feel self-conscious. Right. Right, right. you know? Yeah, seriously. Thanks dude. for helping us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't though. None no, of them no, were no, terrible and I can honestly yeah. say that. Yeah. It was that every performance was just uh, so fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. 
awesome. awesome. Well, let's get into what Sparrow is, what Sparrow Club is, what Sparrows are. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, real quickly, I just told you I used to work for Phoenix Talent Schools, and I had never heard of the Sparrow Club program. I came from Southern California, moved up here, and um, all I knew was that there was a lot of buzz in the school <laughs> by both students and staff about yeah. this year's Sparrow. Yes. And I had no idea what that meant, but it was so fun to get introduced to the program through that. But if you wanted to just describe it to our listeners, what the Sparrow Club is, it, it's a beautiful thing and it'd be great to hear. Yeah, sure. Of course. Well, in a nutshell, it's, it's kids helping kids in medical need. But that's just, we just say that when we have to describe it really quick. I mean, it is so much more than that. And there's some components that are, are it's helpful to know kind of how it works. So a sparrow is any child age birth through 17 years old in our local community who has um, a life-threatening or life-affecting disease, condition, or sickness. And uh, we call these kids sparrows, and we meet with their family, and we uh, make sure that they understand our organization and that they're a good fit for ours. And once they're accepted, we adopt them in a friendship way to a school, public or private, uh, elementary, middle school, high school, kind of all-age thing. And then we uh, go in, uh, me or someone like me goes in as a motivational speaker, and we introduce their spar this sparrow child to the entire school during, a, during an all-school assembly. And we talk about compassion, and we talk about kindness, and we talk about how no matter who you are, no matter what you have, no matter where you come from or what you've done, you can make a difference in somebody's life. And guess what? You don't even have to have money because we can change the world through service to others and by being kind. Hmm. And so we, we, we talk about those concepts, you know, in various ways. We tell stories and we make kids laugh, we make kids really think. And then we introduce them to a child that they see with their very own eyes. It's right here in their community. And we tell them, we, we tell their story. And we don't, we don't share the story in like, oh, don't you feel sorry for them kind of way. Because our Sparrow families are, are, are they're, they're not charity cases. And we will never treat them that way. Our Sparrow families are heroes. They are warriors. Mm -hmm. um, they have, they're, they're the strongest people in the room. They may be the physic physically the weakest people in the room, but they are the strongest in character. And they're battling things that we can't even imagine. And so we, we share that their story uh, in a way that, uh, that uplifts them and inspires uh, the students that hear it. But after the kids see that video, they're introduced to their Sparrow Live. Oh, awesome. And, and you should see, uh, I mean, every single time, I've been doing this since 2006, done hundreds and hundreds of assemblies every single time. Kids, no matter the age, they are on, on the edge of their seat wanting to know, how can I help this kid? That's How amazing. can I help this person that I just learned? And this is when is my favorite part of every assembly. I get to stand in front of them and say, I can tell you guys want to help this child. Guess what? I'm not asking you to bring money because we're not about fundraising. We're about community service. And they kind of give me these weird looks like, well, how, how is doing community service for other people going to help this kid that I really want to help? You just told me they have medical bills and uh -huh. all this stuff. That's because we have an amazing community full of sponsors, full of businesses and individuals that have signed on with us as sponsors that believe in what we're doing, that they donate thousands of dollars that are set aside to be unlocked by the community service completed by kids. What so as kids cool go out and format. do community service yeah. and they, they fill out these Sparrow vouchers, they write down what helping their Sparrow means to them because we want to you know, hear the changes taking place in them as they do this. That unlocks money for these sparrows. And so you can kind of see where this is going. Kids are inspired. They go out. They do community service for other people. Their, their sparrow receives financial support, a ton of emotional support because they have an entire school behind them chanting their name, cheering them on, 
out there advocating for them. But the kids that are doing service, something happens in them that many of them didn't expect. I bet. They start changing at the heart level. Mm -hmm. And they start experiencing what it feels like to, that power of service kicks in. This is what compassion feels like. Oh my gosh, compassion, I actually put it to use and did something. This feels so good, I wanna do this for somebody else. And that's why we have them write down reflections. Like, what does helping your sparrow mean to you? And these reflections, we get thousands of these every year and they stop us in our tracks when we read them and we record them and then we give them to the sparrow families as a reminder of what their child, the impact that their child had in the lives of these kids. That's great. Yeah. So it's about kids helping kids in medical need, but really these sparrow families Mm -hmm. are helping us change youth culture from the inside out. And that's why I have stuck around with Sparrow Club since 2006. That's why I'm still here doing this because I've never seen anything that has a greater impact on kids. Wow, that's incredibly exciting. <laughs> so yeah, well, exciting. yeah, it's beyond <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so how long has Sparrow been in existence? Uh, Sparrow Club, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Is that a national thing? or how, what? What is the story behind that? All right. So let me break this down a little bit, unpack this a little. So it's called Sparrow Clubs USA. So we, we've kept the door open for national presence. Um, we are not national, though, in terms of where, where um, we, we reach. So the organization was founded in 1995, okay. and I'll tell you that origin story if you want to. But we are primarily a Pacific Northwest charity. Okay. Before COVID, we were, our, our uh, feelers were getting out there. We had, we had some club activity in several states. Um, right now, though, um, we, we were able to continue the program throughout COVID. We just had to change to a virtual mode. Mm-hmm. So we, we weren't able to do as many clubs, but we still found a way because compassion is greater, and we can talk about that later. We found a way to still impact kids through virtual mode. Um, but we are all throughout Oregon. Uh, we have offices here in Southern Oregon. Our headquarters is in Bend. We have Portland offices, and we just launched uh, a new region in the Willamette Valley, Eugene Springfield. Great. And we have some pocket activity in Phoenix, Arizona, and up in Washington. As oh, well. exciting. Yeah. That's amazing. I know I was saying before we started that I've been a fan, you know, from afar because of the, the schools that my three children have gone to have all been a part. And, and you're right. I mean, I, I, I can speak as a parent of a child who it would help dad help me fill out my service form and then and then asking them well what did you do and why did you do it and tell me about the the student and i mean i can't tell you how many times they've come home um from the assembly and you should have seen our sparrow today and told us the story and this is what we're going to do we're going to rake this person's yard and uh i mean so just from a parent it is making a difference you know? yeah and yeah. we're seeing that happen in in our family and i know that we're not the only one so. i appreciate i love hearing like testimonies like that it's keeps us going and you know a lot of people still to this day think that uh, it's all about the fundraising because schools around here in southern oregon it's been here in southern oregon since 2001 and it's become a part of the curriculum of schools um we don't even have to ask schools anymore around here hey do you want another sparrow this year they expect it they come knocking on our door every year and they say who's our sparrow and we're kind of like okay we gotta we gotta get this lined up for them but we wouldn't want it any other way but you know i call it compassion gravy once compassion is is planted you know each school is challenged to do 300 hours of service and we have to cap that because if we just left it open our sponsors would go bankrupt they'd be writing 20 
$20,000 checks because these schools and these kids do thousands of hours of service, you know. So we, we cap the challenge at 300 hours, which is a minimum of $3,000 that every sparrow receives. Wow. But nine times out of 10, schools do additional fundraising. And we never, we have never in our history asked any schools to do additional fundraising. But when they do, we support it. But the reason we don't ask is because we don't want money to be the focus. Community service is the currency of our program. And the reason that's so important is because in any given school, there's a large number of students that if you make money the focus, they check out because they can't participate. Mm. They don't have money. Even if you were to say, bring $5 by next Friday to help your sparrow, they would leave that gym defeated because they don't have money. And our world already makes people feel like you have to have money to be somebody. That's right? true. And we yeah. want to fight against that. So we say, hey, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, you can serve somebody. That's the currency that we want from you. You have value as you are. You don't have to have anything or be anything other than what you are, but you can use everything that you are to serve somebody else. And we're going to show you how that can make a difference. And, and when that message gets through, you should see kids perk up because many kids are struggling with that. They don't think they have anything special about mm. them. To give, I don't have do. anything to give. And then you tell right. them that you show them they do. Yeah. That's a, that's a paradigm shift. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's super exciting. I imagine being a kid and, uh, well, I wasn't the richest kid as a matter of fact. If I had been empowered with that knowledge as a kid in high school, I think I would have, or junior high especially, that would have changed things for me. Yeah, um, me too. And I, with so many kids in the districts that we work with, I imagine that their lives get changed because of this opportunity. But we're here with the police department. Yes. Yep. And so how did you guys get in touch with the PD or vice versa? And what role do you guys play with yeah, What them? is the relationship? Yeah, yeah I, I can start a little bit of that out. Um, <clears throat> so a few years ago, well, 2017 is when we got started yep. officially. Um, but a few years ago, I, I had a buddy of mine who works uh, Washington County Sheriff's Office so up in the Portland area. And I would follow, you know, on his Facebook, he was always posting all these cool things they did at Doran Becker's for, you know, kids with cancer and, and stuff like that. And I was always like, you know, that was really neat. You have these police officers that go in there and hang out with these kids, do fundraisers. And we don't have anything really like that here, you know, Children's Hospital. And mm -hmm. I was trying to I was trying to come up with some ideas because we got a few of us here are very um, – you know, community. Obviously, you guys know Central Point's very community-oriented police department. We're trying to think of ways to do that, and we, we we've been involved in a lot of charities that were on a national level, and they're great. You know, St. Jude's, Special Olympics, and stuff like that. But we wanted something that was a little bit more local. You know, that we could really sink our teeth into, and um, uh, it, it was kind of. Uh, just by chance that while we some of us were discussing this like uh, jr godley who will hopefully get on an episode here pretty soon um the chief um and some of some of the rest of us we were talking about this and at that time my wife's friend kina Sam, now kina samson um uh, were she's you guys my married wife yet? yeah well she's your <laughs> wife yeah we, we got married in 2016 it was right after you guys got married um <laughs> She invited my wife and I, or asked us if we would be willing to, to have a table at the Sparrow Club luncheon. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, let's get, I'll get the PD and we'll have a PD table. And so I got a few of us here from the PD to, to go to this luncheon. And it was great. I, I didn't really know Matt that well at, at that point. I, I'd been at their wedding, but I didn't know him yeah. that well yet. Um, and I watched this presentation, and man, it's like, how do you not get all emotional watching some of these testimonies from the kids and the videos, the package they put together? And Matt's uh, amazing. You've already heard him. His amazing ability mm -hmm. to speak gets you pretty, you know, motivated. Um, we're listening to this, and they're talking about the Dancing with the Stars. Well, I, I'd heard of it and seen it, but I didn't like. Right. <laughs> I didn't really know much about <laughs> it. And Matt 
mentions that they're having trouble finding uh, uh, enough male competitors. <laughs> well, I'm there with my <laughs> wife and my chief, and I'm sure it's no surprise to you two that <laughs> chief has a little golden idea. Yes. <laughs> Guess who she wants to fall and tell to, to, to oh, get she involved. Oh, you yeah. to the wolves. Man. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't completely sold on it yet, but uh, Matt and I, uh, I asked him, you know, hey, I want to get involved. I want our PD to get involved with uh, Sparrow Clubs. So we agreed to go have lunch together, and uh, we came up with a kind of multifaceted idea of uh, one having me be a part of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, <laughs> which it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, you look like Fred Astaire over there. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but then also, um, we kind of did a new thing where our PD, as a public entity, it's a little different than a private entity sponsoring a sparrow. Um, and so we kind of talked about how some ideas of making that happen because um, we can't just you know give money. We have to have other avenues of maybe doing some fundraising events and stuff. So um, I talked to my friend Ashley Blakely, who was at the time over at uh, Fire District 3 as one of their public information. You have a friend uh, at the fire department? Uh, we do, yes. We have a very good relationship <laughs> with the fire department. She's not that. there anymore, but, um, <laughs> okay. but we still have friends over there. <laughs> and so uh, Ashley and I did a presentation. Um, our PD was already sold on it. We were already ready to go and so Ashley and I went and met with the union over fire district three and they loved the idea so our PD and the fire um, uh, district uh, we got together and co-sponsored a sparrow with sparrow clubs mm. little Bauer and uh, crater was the school that adopted Bauer as their sparrow and um, we did oh, a nice. multitude of different uh, uh, charity events and stuff to raise money to put up for our sponsorship and uh, it, it was very different. I'm sure, you know, I think it was the first time you guys had a situation like that where it was a public entity sponsoring, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and co-sponsorship between two right. uh, public entities. Right. But it was, it was really cool to be able to tell these high school kids that the police department and the fire department are here. And not only are, are they here in support of you, but they, they believe in you so much that they've actually put up money so that you guys can have this opportunity. And I think it really helped a lot of those kids. Not that I, I, I don't know how they felt about the police or, or the fire, but I know that uh, they loved you after that um, because you, oh, yeah. you really supported them in something that they, their hearts were already engaged in. And yeah. They, and it, it, it was just good for everybody. It was. It was, it was awesome. a lot of fun. We did like a, you know, instead of coffee with a cop, we did a, kind of a, a similar event where we did pizza with the police and fire department. <laughs> yeah, at Bobbio's, right? At Bobbio's, yeah. That. So uh, Bobbio's helped us with that fundraiser, which, you know, of course, Rick Dietz over Bobbio's. We've talked about him on this podcast before. Yeah. He's just a stud. He is a stud. Um, and opened up his doors to allow us to do that fundraiser event. We brought police cars, the kids go tour, the fire trucks. We, they could shoot the hose out of the fire truck. Oh, cool. And, oh, yeah. They get, there's a picture of me. You know, using the hose, and of course, the fire department guys love that. Yeah, that, <laughs> well, Look Bauer, at that form. Yeah, <laughs> little Bauer was uh, enthralled oh, by yeah. the lights and the police car yeah. lights and the, the fire truck. Oh, yeah, that Bauer was... came by the PD and the fire department a few times to do yeah. little tours, and he got yeah, he kind of was our little uh, junior police little officer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he loved it. Crawled all over the place, honking the horns, doing the sirens, and. Um, but yeah, so we had kids in the high school that helped us out with that, and we made a lot of money from that. Then the fire department, uh, one of the guys over there started setting up the Sparrow Games, where they did uh, kind of like CrossFit activities yeah. and stuff to earn money for it. And, oh, cool. Um, so a lot of cool stuff the came creative from that. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like yes. That. yeah. Yes. And we're all about, Sparrow Clubs is all about flexibility and thinking outside of the box. And because you, you have to do that in order to still find ways to engage kids and to, to meet them where they're at and can't do the same thing over and over. So we really appreciated uh, working with uh, the Central Point Police Department and finding new ways of, of engagement 
Uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It had the added benefit of Matt and I became quick oh, yeah. good friends where we nerd out all the time. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even Obviously. right before we started recording Obviously, this. Yes. 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 I can't talk about through. Star Wars at home as much as I want to, so <laughs> yeah. Josh is my outlet. <laughs> right. I thought you made you were you were nerding out about dancing, Josh. I, I, <laughs> no, dancing was not my forte. <laughs> I, was, I was too nerdy for dancing. <laughs> so is the PD still in a, a sponsorship agreement? with um, the Sparrow Club? Like, do you have a current child that you're sponsoring that is being no, adopted not, by? Okay. Yeah, not currently. Um, yeah, we've we've had talks about wanting to get involved and in, in, uh, I, I don't know if another sponsorship in the future or in other ways. Um, COVID really put a kibosh on a lot of that kind of yeah, sure. activity. Well, so, well and we, yeah. uh, not to bore you with the uh, specifics <laughs> of the back-end administration of Sparrow Clubs, but uh, COVID actually made us uh, look at a lot of things differently and so we changed how we do things. And so for 20 plus years, it was um, one or two organizations or, or businesses sponsoring a specific school mm-hmm. in a community um, There that worked well, but there were some holes to that because there are a lot of rural communities mm. that really want Sparrow Clubs, but there's not a lot of financial support in these rural communities. And mm-hmm. so we always, from time to time, we'd come up with this, this problem like, oh, this great school out in Cave Junction wants a Sparrow, but what, we're going to hit up Wild River? or Taylor Sausage are the ones that get hit up for everything, everything right? right. Yeah. And so we just kind of had to, I had to rethink things. And so now we have a model where we don't actually, um, we don't actually attach specific schools to specific sponsors. If uh. you want a sponsor, you become a sponsor of every single project okay. that launches in a region. And so you're, we come up with a big slideshow or a, a big uh, splash page of all the sponsors. So for instance, if Central Point Police right. Department were to become a sponsor, your image would be seen and you'd be, you'd be, every kid in all of Southern Oregon that participates in Sparrow Clubs would see that Central Point PD was a sponsor of Sparrow Clubs. And so it really becomes a community thing, mm-hmm. which allows us to go into these more rural areas and say, hey, we already have a sponsorship covered. We don't have to look for someone local within that small community of 5,000 people or whatever it is. Interesting. Yeah. The compassion inherent in the sponsorship or in the Sparrow idea is actually compassionate toward the people that want to serve as well. It's really equity-based for maybe low-income communities that can't afford or don't have big businesses near them, but they want to participate in this program. Absolutely. That new model opens the doors for that. That's pretty exciting. And for students that are low Right, students as well. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's neat for uh, public entities like a police department or a school or fire department because we don't have, like, we can't just go pull funds. We're pulling taxpayer dollars at that point. So we got to ha- come up with more creative ways to have money. Yeah. And, it, you know, we can't really compete on a monetary basis like, you know, like a bank could or a real estate agency could. Mm-hmm. So, so it allows, I think, us now to have a little bit more, you know, of a, to, to still participate and, and have uh, to show our support without having to put up the big bucks necessarily, because sometimes we just don't have that option. And yeah, uh, it took a lot of effort for us to be able to get to that point where we did with the fire district um, a few years ago. So, you know, that, that you kind of exhaust your resources and you got to kind of reset and let it rest for a while to come back with it. So now you can participate. Um, more actively, more often, and and what's and and I'll say this, and people might say, oh, he's just saying it, but I'm really not. This is my heart's, my my true heart is that I would rather have a lot of people uh, working together with a little a little bit than have one or two people 
behind us with loads and loads of money because right. this thing is so powerful and it's changing so many lives. Like I want as many people to be as part of the to be part of this as possible yeah. and to feel that connection. Just recently, a mom told me uh, it was at Dancing with the Stars. We did this little text to gift thing, and I stood up on stage and I said, "I don't care how much your donation is, but I want to see." I asked people if they're if they would support Sparrow with a donation through their phone. If they would just we turned off all the lights. Would you just turn on the light on, on your that camera, was on cool. your camera yeah. and hold it up? Within 20 seconds, the entire room was lit up only by cool. cell phone wow. lights. And I had no idea how much money was coming in. Well, I found out the next day. So there was... And I'm being sincere here. There was uh, a donation that came through a text to give for a thousand dollars. There's one that came through for a dollar, and I know the person that gave a dollar, and it was this woman's six-year-old son who mm. was in the audience, and he was so inspired. He gave a quarter of his income. He had four dollars. Right. And he gave a dollar. See, that is so meaningful to mm, me. Absolutely. Because we we all. You know, we we all have different means, right? We can't all give the same, but like give according to to what you can, right? And that it's it's where it comes from. It's the heart behind it. It's not the amount of money. Oh, now, absolutely. Yes, you know, unfortunately, we need we need sure. money to run things. But if everybody just gave to gave um, according to their uh, ability, mm-hmm. we we would never ha- right. we would never need you know we'd have enough money to do everything we wanted to to do to serve as many kids that came our way to impact as many kids because everybody would be would be a part of it, it we right. wouldn't need to rely on the you know the $10,000 gifts and the $20,000 gifts it would be a true community thing and that's what I'm trying to build well, it sounds Sparrow like clubs. you're building it yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. And what's really neat about Sparrow clubs why we ultimately got involved is the families that are benefiting from it are all local um i have a family member little mary alice who's benefited from it um i one of the guys who works here whose daughter was a sparrow at one point lou fulmer's daughter was and she you know they benefited from it got some help with medical bills so um all these all these kids and these families and stuff they're all local you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we really loved about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. And and being again, like we're a community-oriented police department. It was just a partnership that was just excellent because it, it's a community-oriented, right? yeah, fun, you know, uh, uh, charity. So, um, yeah, it was definitely meant to be. And then um, I've continued my personal involvement with them uh, as often as I can, and did the first hip hop dance team, which was that's even right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 2019, which was even more out of my comfort zone. Which what I, do you mean? Uh, Everything about yeah, you says hip hop yeah, dance, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popping and locking over there, <laughs> yeah, like that's a hip hop, right? yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, all tall and lanky and dorky. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was cool because when you when you participate in the Dancing with the Stars, for example, uh, as a participant, you have to go out there. Well, you don't have to, but you're encouraged to go out there and try to get sponsors to sponsor you, and then that money goes to Sparrow Clubs. And um, so, you know, a lot of the guys from the PD and stuff like that. And again, Matt goes to say, some of us aren't going to be pulling in the big bucks. You know, I don't have a bank behind me sponsoring me. That's great if you do, mm-hmm. but even if somebody's only like, okay, I got 10 extra bucks, here you go. Um, that's, that's huge. 10 bucks? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's, it's really neat how the whole thing is set up where people can be charitable in different ways. Oh, it's, it's yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask Matt, uh, speaking of community, how many current um, sparrows do we have 
in the Central Point area, as an example? So the Central Point, there's three this year, but in all of Southern Oregon, and I'm talking Jackson County, Josephine County, Klamath County, um, Deschutes County is in there, but we didn't have any uh, sparrows in Deschutes County this year. 20. Wow. And that's, that's during a school year that was mostly yeah. still locked down right. with COVID. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Uh, the most we've ever had in Southern Oregon at one point, I think we hit 31 uh, a few years back, right before COVID. Um, but we could have done more. So so we've, we have not been, we have not had to turn down a sparrow family oh, good. Um, for, for many years. In the early days, uh, we had more sparrows than we had schools, than we had sponsors to fund it. And so, you know, it was it was not fun to tell a, a family, we, hang on, you're you're with us, we promise, but we, you know, we, we're, we're waiting for some other puzzle pieces to fall into place. That hasn't been the case for years. Um, Fantastic. What's been the case yeah. is schools saying, we want a sparrow, we want to, we, we school administration saying, we want our kids exposed to these lessons that that are coming from this program yeah when can we get a kid and we're like <laughs> whenever right. we connect with one you know <laughs> yeah. so uh we've we've had for the last several years more schools and more sponsors on board i mean how crazy is that sponsors on board ready to give us five thousand dollars a pop and we're saying we still need to find sparrow kids you know so that's, that's what a great amazing. problem to have right? exactly that's the problem you want yeah right. now un- unfortunately the reality is is that there's always kids out there mm-hmm. that can that could be candidates for sparrows. We're just not always connected to them, but that's where the community also comes in. We're constantly shouting out, if you have a neighbor, if you have someone in your church, if you have somebody who's a daughter, you know, son or daughter of your coworker that you know is going through some hard things, tell them about Sparrow Clubs, send them our way, um, because we're always on the lookout. And the community has really responded to that uh, the last several years. We get a lot of our sparrows that become our, our amazing sparrow families that are impacting kids. Uh, they come from referrals from the community. And it used to we used, they used to just come from pediatricians and social workers, and we have oh, wow. great relationships with the medical community. But that's where we used to get most of our families from, and now the majority of them come from referrals from the just community members. It's great, interesting. Yeah. So, what's the onboarding process look like for let's say a school that wants to get in touch with you? How do they get a sparrow? Well, they contact the Southern Oregon director, which happens to be, I happen to live with her. She's my wife, (laughs) (laughs) Kina Sampson, and they they reach out to us. And then uh, Kina meets, usually goes down and meets with uh, the the leadership or uh, because every school that we're in, we have someone on staff there that is the Sparrow advisor. So it's very youth based, but we have an adult Sparrow advisor that is on campus that serves as the liaison between the school and us. And that's who we do. That's who we send the materials to. That's who we work with to set up the assemblies when when after the assembly happens when kids are just banging down the door to do whatever it takes to help their sparrow um, their 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 uh, sparrow advisor keeps them kind of focused and keeps them centered and keeps them you know controls the chaos a little bit so it, the sparrow advisor at a school um, can make or break a club it really can mm. um, they they keep it front and center um, they're just so important and significant part of the of the process and so we we have to have it established who that advisor is going to be in every school before we will say, okay, this is going to be great. Let us work on finding a sparrow and finding a good connection with you. Because it is a it is a process. It takes about 20 to 30 days to um, make sure everything, you know, we, when we get an application from uh, for a family, we meet that family and we have about an hour uh, interview with them and we learn their story and we tell them the story of Sparrow Clubs and we make sure that we're right fit for one another. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that they understand this is a very public thing because some of these 
these families, right, right. they don't want the spotlight on them. Right. And I totally understand that. Um, but the families that understand that, they are truly allowing the spotlight to be shined on them with the thought of, okay, we, we always tell every family, you're going to get some good stuff out of this. You're going to get some financial support. You're going to get a ton of emotional support. It's going to make you feel really good and encouraged, but you're actually going to be giving us, you're going to be giving right. back more than you receive. And most of them, when we say that, they're like, what, how, what, what do we have to give back? Well, they, they learn that after the, right. the project, when they see hundreds of kids just willing to give of themselves and their phones are in their pockets. They're not staring at their screens and they're crying and they, and they're writing these reflections. And then they realize my child gave that to them. Exactly. Experience my child taught them something. And it's just, that means the world to them. That's huge. This whole reciprocity of like, yeah, like you're actually, I'm sure no family could understand how much more they're actually going to be giving than receiving. Yeah. But, but the gift of changing a culture yeah. of a school and of a of a maybe a family a history family history <laughs> yeah. that of a a kid that's never been able to help anyone before now can yeah. i mean that's just massive well and, and let's just face it okay it's all we're able to promise every spare family is $3000 that's a drop in the bucket for most of our families that have tens of thousands, right. sometimes hundreds of thousands of medical bills. Right. So if, if a family or if a community sees Sparrow Clubs as the answer to the financial problem, we're not the charity that's for them. Mm-hmm. We're answering, we're solving bigger problems. And that's why Sparrow families, it's so important that they understand that, that they see like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to help them as much as we can financially, but we're not looking at you as, hey, let us come and help you. We're asking you, will you help us? And in the process, this is going to be a win-win for everyone. Will right. you let us tell the story of your child? Because your child is going to be a world changer in the lives of these kids. And that's that's the partnership Dude, that it's wow. all about. You know? What's been really cool, too, I've noticed more and more every year, it seems that parents or other family members of some of these sparrows then get involved yeah. with sparrow clubs, whether it be through Dancing with the Stars yeah. or what have you. Um you know, Lauren White was yeah. her you know, was the mom of, of little Bauer, our sparrow. And then this year she competed in Dance with the Stars That's and so just cool. kicked butt on fundraising well, and, and well, dancing. And she, she won the award, she won the Shining Star Award, yeah. which goes to the one cast member that raises yep. the most money for sparrow clubs yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean so it's it's building community yeah. is what this oh, is, is doing. Yeah, most know? people now you know, not most, but a lot of people around here you'll talk to and they've known somebody who either mm-hmm. was a sparrow or was a friend of a sparrow, you know. And um, and they do, they get really involved and, and uh, want to give back and it's, it's just really neat how it just kind of spreads absolutely yeah. and what is the onboarding process for somebody who wants to be a sponsor like a company that wants to sponsor a sparrow or a school that adopts a sparrow oh same same process they, they talk with, with Kina or mm-hmm. you know the director of the area which Kina is, is here for Southern Oregon and then she meets with them and she, she we have you know uh, it all spelled out what your sponsorship means and what comes with that and what opportunities you're going to have to be involved with the kids and to engage with the kids and to meet the Sparrow family and what that means and we always say you know we, we're looking for more than just check writers we'll take your check we need your check sure. don't get us wrong yeah. but we want more than that yeah. we want engagement we want this to be something that you're employees can feel good about I work for a company that supports Sparrow Clubs we want you guys to come to the assembly we want to be able to drop in and say hello and say hey can we have a few minutes with your staff and just tell them what you, what what this company or this business's sponsorship is is doing in the lives of these kids at the school like we want that engagement and Washington goes a perfect example of that um, 
Um, you, we were talking before we started here. Yeah. They're doing a big community. They're a sponsor. Right. And they're doing a big community uh, fundraising event, uh, I think, coming up here in a couple of days. Or it's already started. Uh, it's pretty soon, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it started or it's here in a couple of weeks. They're selling air fresheners. And mm -hmm. all the money from that is going to yeah. go toward this the Sparrow at Scenic. Washington has been awesome with yeah. the, some of our local charity events also. And uh, there's just one more further instances yeah. of them really getting involved. Cool. Yeah. 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 And so is there a website people can go to get more information or just? Yeah. Yeah, th there is now. So it's sparrowclubs.org. Okay. We are in the process of completely retooling the entire website. So what you see now is probably not going to be the website you see in a month or two because we are in phase two of a brand new website build. I'm super excited cool. about it. Um, we have a pretty good online presence uh, on social media. Um, you can find Sparrow Clubs USA. You can find that on Facebook. Um, more specifically, you can find Southern Oregon Sparrow Clubs. Oh, okay, Facebook. good. And so that's a, a lot of people follow what's going on locally through that page. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the exciting things that we're continuing to learn more and more as we learn more about the police department here is is most people think of the protect part of serve and protect yeah. mm -hmm. and, and forget about the serve side and, and the ways that police and fire departments and, and, and all these things yes we need them for protection but the way they're also serving in our schools and yeah. in our children's yeah. and our families is it's pretty powerful I mean, we've kind of hit on it before in this podcast but um a bigger portion of our job is is community service right. rather than law enforcement and you know we exist because of law enforcement primarily but if that, that's all we responded to we right. wouldn't be working very often so it's that community service aspect whether it be just you know kind of mediating issues out in the public or getting involved in, in local events or charity i mean that's why you're going to see police officers at things like graduation and football mm -hmm. games and stuff because we don't necessarily have to be there um but it's a great way of you know not only helping us serve and protect but also just being a part of the community and uh, you know we talked about that before most police officers when they get involved with uh, you know you ask why you want to be a police officer they say it's because we want to help people right so these kind of things afford us that opportunity to do more than just our job to, to actually help people in, in meaningful and different ways so um, you know, I hope that we're always involved in either Sparrow Club or any other kind of local mm -hmm. uh, charity or, or good cause. Um, but this happens to be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think we hope that too. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, Matt, what I feel like what Sparrow does for um, uh, charity is similar to what the PD here is trying to do for the concept of policing. It, it, it's changing the narrative a bit. Like in a lot of charities, their goal is raise money that solves the problem. And you've said multiple times, just in talking to you in the last half hour, it's a compassion experience that the servants get to participate in where it's life-changing in both directions. And that does change a narrative around fundraising and around, you know, nonprofit organizations and things like that. So is were, were you a part of sort of designing the model of what Sparrow is? Are you like on the board or is, has this been their vision from the get go? No, I, I knew nothing about Sparrow Clubs. I, I grew up in Klamath Falls. Um, ended up uh, going down to San Jose, spent 11 years down in San Jose, and moved back up to Oregon. Um, I was married and had kids and uh, wanted to get out of the Bay Area and back up to kind of close to where I was raised. Well, Settled yeah. in Medford, and I had <laughs> I had never heard about uh, Sparrow Clubs, uh, had no knowledge about it, um, was going to on a completely different path doing something else. And uh, I... 
three months after being up here, um, still didn't know anybody, was kind of like really lonely and mm. what's going on and um, ended up, long story short, ended up uh, become, meeting a guy and becoming friends with a guy named CJ McPhail. And uh, many people in the community know of the McPhails, uh, um, just amazing people. Uh, many people know them from as the Extreme Makeover family mm -hmm. that received the Extreme Makeover home in 2011. Here with the, the Outsider Coffee, the out, Outsider Coffee. Right. That's the yeah. big thing now. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I met him in 2006, and he had heard the story of Sparrow Clubs and was so impacted by it that he left his job as a youth pastor um, back way back when, and he said, "We, I." I'm willing to try to get this started in Southern Oregon. And so he and Lindsay did that and and launched it here in Southern Oregon in 2001, worked it for five years. I come on the scene, become friends with them, and he says, hey, we've been wanting to go up to Portland to try to spread this thing up in Portland, but we need somebody to take over us for, for us down here. We think you're the guy. I had known him all but two days, I think. Oh, wow. And I said, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm the guy? You barely know me. And he goes, yeah, but we have very similar backgrounds. I just have a feeling. And... Um, said, well, that's not what I'm here to do, uh, but I'll let me think about it. And, you know, three days later, I was like, I think I think this is good. I mean, I heard this story and I was crying. He took me out to lunch. I was crying over my food. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm going to volunteer for this. This is like, this resonates so deeply with me. I'm going to do this thing. Little did I know he was thinking about me taking, you know, over for him as the director. And so I jumped in with both feet in 2006 and uh, completely changed my life. Um, during that first year, I saw so many kids be impacted. I had been a youth pastor in years before, and I'd seen the impact that kids would, would happen to kids when we'd take them to like Mexico and do mm -hmm. missions trips. And they'd come back and they'd be changed because they felt that power of, of serving. Mm -hmm. But guess what? It wore off after two weeks, mm -hmm. right? After two weeks of being back in their selfish environment, back it, to it, it, it yeah. wore yep. off. Yep. And what I was seeing in Sparrow Clubs, it wasn't wearing off. I was seeing that same change that like, oh my gosh, that heart cry to like, it feels so good to be being used to make a difference in somebody's life, but it was sticking. And I'm like, there, there's something to this. This is this is a magic formula here. And it was all about compassion. It's that power of compassion. And I just, over the years, I've just discovered that my job and our, the job of, of all of us that work for Sparrow, there's only six of us um, statewide, you know, we our job is just to clear the path for compassion to do its work that it's going to do. Um, we can't give compassion any more power than it already has. It's one of those powerful f forces on earth. We just clear the path and remove the obstacles, and so it can get to kids and change their mm. hearts and their heads. And and that's what this program is doing. I love that. Yeah. I've heard the story of Sparrow Clubs. I don't know how many times <laughs> since I've met you. Yeah. And I, every time it gets, I hear it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was so cool. Well, you know, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I've been doing it since 2006. And so my wife teases me. Some people, they call me Papa Sparrow now because <laughs> yeah, it's like how many years? 16 years now I've been doing this. And I've done so many clubs and seen just spoken in front of so many so many kids in this in this community that I'll be to this day I'll be out shopping at Costco or whatever and someone will come up to me and say are, are you are you the sparrow guy and I just kind of <laughs> laugh I said yeah do you do, how do you how do you know and one kid said is that food for less one kid said you came to my school every single year since I was in fifth grade 
and I've always remembered you, and that's the one assembly that I never missed. I look wow. forward to that every year. And he goes, I just want to thank you. And his he told he goes, I'm like wiping tears away. I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I live for, you know. And yeah. this kid is telling me how it changed his whole perspective. Another kid stopped me in Safeway in the frozen when I was looking for ice cream, and <laughs> nice. and said, I remember you coming, and it was the first time I actually paid attention to what somebody was talking about, and it made me want to help the girl that that we mm. that became our sparrow so much, and I've never forgot that and I just try to help people every chance I get now I mean we've I've I've met people I've stayed in contact with kids who are they're not kids anymore they have families of their own and they're in medical school to be a doctor or be a pediatrician or be a counselor because of the experience that they had in Sparrow Clubs that changed their whole trajectory I mean that I'm not making this stuff up. oh I, I can attest to happens it. you know and that's just that's just yeah. a handful we were, um, we were somewhere together and somebody came up oh you're the Sparrow guy yeah. I don't know where it was <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a little embarrassing sometimes it might have been yeah, Costco but, I, I can't remember <laughs> but yeah. I mean that's what keeps it going. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, wow. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's compassion. And again, it, it's not, it's not me. It's, it's, I was just the vessel that was right. used to give them an opportunity to experience compassion in, in a way that, that they could in their world. You yeah. Know? Well, I imagine for a lot of people too, they have never, they had never experienced or seen this concept of compassion. Right. And, right. and, and, and so you're, you're sparking and igniting a new reality yeah. in them. You know, what, how, how special is that? Yeah. That's amazing. One of the, my most favorite things we like to do is we like to publish some of these service vouchers that we get. And we, we block off the names. We don't want to embarrass any kids or anything. But um, we, we like to publish some of them and let the community see. I mean, when you read something along the lines of, um, I had pretty much given up hope that I was any good to anybody, but Sparrow Clubs gave me a chance to, to actually believe that I could make a difference and mm. I did and it feels so good you know wow. I mean that that's life savings yeah what else there. can yep. you ask for in my yeah. opinion yeah. Yeah. yeah and my hat's off to the people who work with sparrows I mean, Matt and Kina the two that I know specifically but you know it's not all rainbows and I was sunshine just thinking that yeah. actually yeah. and uh, there's a lot of times where they go through some real heartbreak yeah. and, uh, I was just you know, Matt's made that. the comment to me like I don't know how you do what you do and hmm. you know because some of the stuff that I deal with and see and I'm like I don't know how you do what you do so you because know, you guys get so invested and they genuinely love these kids and their families you know and it's not always the results we Perfect want ending, yeah right? yeah and um, they keep doing it and it's really inspiring really cool I, I appreciate acknowledging that and, and it's true it's the worst thing in the world when we yeah. lose a sparrow and, and as hard as that is for us the kids that are supporting them it's a heartbreak for them um, but even in that uh, compassion blooms and kids rally and every time that's happened we, we give the schools the option okay do we want to wrap it up and, and or do you want to keep going every single time the students say no the family needs us now more than ever wow. we're going to keep right. it going beauty from gonna, ashes here we're, yeah. we're we're mm -hmm. gonna raise more money. We're gonna do more service because our sparrows' parents need us right now, and that's how beautiful it is. And, and, and so many parents stay with the. I mean, look at Whitney who just yeah. just swept her category in ballroom <laughs> dancing this weekend. Yeah. You know, she yeah. went through heartbreak with her you know kid who was a sparrow, and uh, but they turned it into something really positive. And she came out there and just again kicked butt. You know, helping raise money. You know, participating in dancing the stars. Um, I've known other people personally that you know they're tragically lost their their children but they keep being involved and they keep caring about other people and sparrow clubs it's just it's really neat it really touches people in a, a multitude of different ways um 
and but it's all goes back to compassion yeah, absolutely well a big takeaway is that the the good work of compassion is never void like it's never wasted it, it doesn't come back empty it doesn't come yeah. back empty no it doesn't and uh the trajectory of our lives here on earth it all ends up the same anyway so we can't we don't have control over that but the work that we get to do in partnering up with groups like Sparrow or if you're a school that gets to partner up and your students get to participate in this or if you're uh, if you have a child who's going to be a Sparrow that needs to participate or if you're a business owner that wants to participate the result of the compassion impacting you is the same it's going to change you yeah. yes and um, what a blessed opportunity thank you so much for sharing who you are what the organization does thank you so much pd for partnering when yeah. you can in any yes. way that you can yeah. Yeah. and it's thank you great. central point community for those of you that listen yes. for supporting sparrow over the years and uh, it's just exciting to see the trajectory of this it seems like it's growing every year yeah uh, these big events get bigger it yeah. gets more and more fun community involvement grows and so real quickly as wrapping up what do you hope for the future of sparrow in southern oregon Besides podcast hosts dancing next year. Right. Uh, that would be you. That would be you. Well, that's a wonderful question. And now that I'm an executive director, I'm not supposed to be biased toward any region, right? But uh, I, I will say, and it's, uh, uh, it's not a secret, the way the community has embraced Sparrow Clubs here in Southern Oregon is the blueprint for how we want Sparrow Clubs to look everywhere we're at. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a small thing to say that, so prior to COVID, during COVID, we got a little bit, we got some financial assistance from the government, okay, the PPP funds. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm thankful that we did because we needed it um, to keep going. But that is the first and only time in our entire history, 26, 27 year history that we've ever received any money from the state or federal, okay? What that means is that everything that we've been able to do has been community funded. And that is huge. huge. Yes, yeah. it is. That is huge. It has been funded through community grants, through community fundraising, through community donations. And I've always said Sparrow Clubs will be here as long as the community sees value in it and as long as the community wants us here. And we're going on 20 plus years of the community wanting us here. And I couldn't be more humbled and grateful for that. And that's, I just want that to continue. Mm. I want there to be, um, we talked about it earlier. Any school that wants their kids to experience, to have a hands-on, practical, real-world chance of feeling what compassion feels like and serving others, I want them to have a sparrow. You know, I, I it sounds funny to say that because I wish we didn't eat, have the need for sparrow. Sure. Clubs. I wish we didn't have any sick kids right, that needed course. it. So I wish, in one sense, I wish we didn't exist because there wasn't a need. But since there is, and the reality of the the, the reality of the matter is that there is, I I want to be able to say yes to every Sparrow family that comes our way that's a fit for us. I want to be able to say yes to every school. And I want to have just a surplus of sponsors that we can plug in at a moment's notice. Perfect. So that we can say, hey, we got it lined up. Let's go. We don't have to wait 20, 30 days to get this going. Let's go now. And uh, we're getting there. Awesome. I, I honestly think our best days are, are ahead of us here awesome. in Southern Oregon and everywhere else as well. And hopefully there's someone out there listening that was looking for this opportunity. So. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Oh, thank you my, for, my pleasure, for my being honor. here, but for what you and your organization does. So we appreciate it very yeah, much. Absolutely. Thank you for caring. Yeah. Appreciate it. And if anybody wants a really great story, go to the website and watch the video um, about the 
origins of Sparrow Club. The origin you story of Sparrow be, Clubs yeah. will change your life. It, it will not mine. be disappointed. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. I'll do it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm about to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank there. you guys very much. Yeah. Appreciate Thank you. it. All right, Thank bye. You.